You're listening to the Toolstation Western League podcast with Ian Knockholds and Tom Hiscott. Welcome, listeners, to the new season of the Toolstation Western League podcast. This is our second episode, but our first episode in anger. My name's Ian Knockholds, and um, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Tom Hiscott. Tom, um, have you recovered from our State of the Nation debate with, um, with, with John and, um, and Andy Radford? Uh, last Indeed, week. yeah, yeah, I learned a lot. Um, good fun. So yeah, I'm glad to, glad the football actually started now. Yeah, I know it's always important, isn't it, to talk about the football that's going on on the football pitch. But equally, it's interesting to hear about the game um, off the pitch. Very much, pl- I'm very pleased to say that it is mud on boots we're talking about today. It's the fixtures from Saturday the fifth. Um, of August that we're uh, we're going to be looking back on um, today. We will, of course, um, reflect on the fixtures coming up over the next week in the Toolstation Western League. But um, to start off with, we're not talking about league action, Tom. We're talking about the road to Wembley because that mm. began on Saturday um, with uh, with our FA Cup games. Yeah, it did. Um, there was quite a lot of our teams in action. Unfortunately, quite a lot of them were, were playing each other. But, um, yeah, uh, varied success for our teams. Absolutely right. We start at St Austell, who uh, who took on Bridport. Yeah, Bridport uh, will have a, a replay uh, later this week uh, after drawing one all away at St Austell. Uh, they did take the lead through Cameron Andrews, uh, but Mark Goldsworthy uh, slotted home a penalty for, for the Cornish outfit, and uh, uh, yeah, they drew one all. Now, a mouth-watering tie between mm. Bradford Town and Odd Down. And now Odd Down are a team that um, you like to keep your eye on. And Bradford Town were a side that did very well um, last season. They've been competing well in, in recent seasons. This was a really um, interesting clash very early in the season. I don't know if we can mm. read too much into the result, but the fans certainly got their value for money, didn't they? Seven yeah. goals. Yeah, indeed. And it was a really big crowd there, actually, at Bradford. Uh, the team I'm uh, quietly tipping to, to do quite well this year up down they came away with the, with the win and move on to the next round a 4-3 win uh, uh, away from home at Trowbridge Road uh, goals from Asa White obviously signed from Hengrove as we mentioned uh, Kane Simpson Kai Simpson and Adam Bucham also on the score sheet for, for up down Yes, that's um, a, a really positive start. We won't get too carried about, carried away about whether that, no, what, what that says about odd down season, and also, of course, what it says about Bradford mm. Town, because Bradford yeah. Town still a side that um, I think will do well this season. And of course, it is the FA Cup. I don't know again whether some sides take that more <coughs> more seriously than others. The money's always handy, of course. Anyway, um, moving on, another seven goal thriller. This time played out between Bridgewater Town and Canesham Town. Yeah, Bridgewater, who obviously have joined us this year, uh, following relegation uh, last time around. Uh, they were 5-2, 5-2 winners in front of a crowd of more than 200, so good start for them. Uh, they were behind at the break, in fact, um, after Matt Long and Matt Brown had put Kenshin ahead. Uh, but then five goals in the second half from Sid Camper, Jake Llewellyn, Matt Connick, Dave Pearce and Mike Duffy uh, led them to the 5-2 winner. Uh, another seven-goal uh, encounter between Brislington this time and Sherbourne Town. A little bit more one-sided, this one, though. Yeah, unfortunately, Sherbourne's uh, defensive frailties from last year seem to be rearing their head quite early this year. Uh, a 6-1 loss away at Brislington. Uh, Nikhail Plummer scoring a hat-trick for the, for the home side. And they're at Iron Mold Lane. And they're also goals for Fabian McCarthy, Jason Hughes and Danny Hunt. Now, only the five goals at, um, at Buckland, but... Um, Buckland Athletic, of course, last last year a uh, an FA Vars specialist. Mm. Um, uh, however, their FA Cup form not so good this time. Yeah, unfortunately, they've fallen at the first hurdle. A three-two defeat at home to Bodmin Town. A really good crowd there. 
Uh, and they did score uh, twice in the second half through Charlie Johansson and Lloyd Gardner, a uh, fullback from, from an early deficit. Uh, but yeah, eventually they fell to the 3 2 defeat. Uh, now, Cadbury Heath, um, they entertained Longwell Green Sports. Yeah, and it was Cadbury Heath, uh, 4 1 winners they ran out. Uh, Simon McElroy and Sasha Tong each grabbing braces uh, for them. Another really good crowd, actually, 112 there. Um, so, quite a lot of good crowds around, around, around the league yesterday. Yeah, very much so, particularly in the FA Cup competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, an- another one saw uh, Will and Rovers triumph 2-0 at Cheddar. Yeah, away from home, good win for Willand. Uh, goals, another another player scoring a brace, and that was James Blake. Uh, as you say, a 2-0 win for Willand. Now, Chipping Sudbury Town, they were at home to Brackley Town Saints. It was our, our side, Chipping Sudbury Town, who are through to, the, through to the next round, a 3-1 win at home. Uh, goals from Liam Pullen, Dan Clements and Justin Bishop for them. And another uh, all-Western League tie, this time between Clevedon Town and uh, Bitten. Yeah, and they couldn't be, uh, couldn't be, couldn't be split. So it was a two-all draw there at the Ham Stadium. Uh, Bitten were actually two goals down, um, following following strikes from Kane Gazard uh, and then Dane O'Connor. So Clevedon were in the lead uh, and looking like they were through to the next round uh, before the away side managed to claw back, claw back a few goals of their own through Ross Beezer. And then deep into injury time, Joe McLennan struck a free kick, uh, and they will replay this week. So I'm delighted to be joined on the first uh, episode of the Tool Station Western League podcast this season by Dan Langdon, the manager at, at Bitten. Um, Dan, um, we'll come to Saturday's game uh, in a moment, but um, one of the things that gets fans excited and pundits alike is um, is club's pre-season activity, often a good benchmark and a good indicator of, of their aspirations for the season. And I couldn't help but notice a couple of your signings. From my time in Summer Valley FM, I was very familiar with Paulton Rovers, very successful team and I notice you've got two players in particular Jordan Walker and Scott Bryce um, from that uh, from that team um, that, that, that must be a great um, fillip for you this season yeah it certainly is um, Scott Bryce has actually uh, been introduced as our, our club captain as well um, and Jordan Walker who joined us late in pre-season but is certainly uh, he certainly set his sort of stall out and uh, sort of showed us his quality early doors so, uh, realistically speaking, what are your targets then um, for this season? Um, obviously, I've been set my targets um, from my chairman and his committee, um, who have set us a target of promotion. Um, obviously, we'd love to, to sort of follow up and meet their expectations, but um, I do appreciate there's a lot of good sides in the league and it is going to be tough for us. But um, generally speaking, um, I've said to the players I want a top four finish, but obviously the club have set us uh, a higher standard, which is uh, to, to, to go out and win the league this season. Yeah, there are a number of strong sides um, in the in the Premier Division this season. A number of teams, indeed, that went close last season um, to yeah. promotion and have geared themselves up for it. So it's it's going to be it's quite an elite club, isn't it, to try and break into those ranks? You're going to be um, you, you've set yourself a, a stiff task. Yeah, we certainly have. Um, when we look at the quality, um, Rich Spade's got Matt Street, and you know he did a marvellous job at Bitten as well. And you know Melksham are always out there, Willens, your Bucklands, um, your Oddbound. So no, it's going to be tough. Um, I think the recruitment we've done off the pitch, um, I think, can sort of challenge the calibre of those clubs. But uh, as we say, it's a long old season, and we are up against some some uh, you know real elite sides. So time will tell. 
Well, you started your um, new league campaign, as many did, of course, in FA Cup action and uh, familiar foes because you're up against Western League um, Clevedon. And were you were you happy with the draw? The fact we came from two goals behind, you know, I was sort of delighted. Um, we let in uh, the second goal early in the second half, which we could have crumbled quite easily. Um, disappointing fact for me was the, the nature of the goals we gave away. Um, were very poor um, on our behalf. But, yeah, you know, to come away uh, from Clevedon you know, with the draw to get a replay at Bitten, we are, you know, we're more than delighted, really. Um, Clevedon are another strong side this year who I think um, got a little bit off the radar with some of the signings they've made as well. And I think they'll certainly be challenged for the, for the top spot as well. Would you put your um, um, slow start or sluggish start, let's call it that, down to sort of a, still a little bit of pre-season rust? In a way, was it a good was it good to sort of get those um, get those demons out early and uh, and then get them back to your place? Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, you know, we also got you know we had um, seven players out on Saturday as well, which which didn't help. Um, but but no, I think I think you're right. You know, it's good to get them out of the way now, and luckily we held on and managed to get managed to get a draw. So. Could have been a lot worse for us on that day. Well, that um, replay, I believe, is on Tuesday, isn't it, this week? So you don't have to wait very long to see if you can uh, get through to the next round. That's right, yeah. You know, obviously, it would have been nice to, to get the league campaign up and running Tuesday. We were supposed to play Harlem at home. Um, but obviously, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a big game now, Tuesday, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, get, get the right result and take it on to Saturday's league game. So, so yeah, definitely um, Tuesday can't come soon enough. Yes, yeah, so I was going to ask you about Saturday's league game because obviously you've started on Saturday against Clevedon, now you've got an FA Cup replay on Tuesday against Clevedon and you start in the league against Clevedon. Um, this, yeah. the, the, the fixture gods couldn't have thrown up a more peculiar start for you, could they? No, no, and the same for you know, Mickey Bell's Clevedon side. I think it's almost hard to get... Um, to get motivated when you're playing the same the same side three weeks it's like a, a mini tournament almost <laughs> but no it is um, it's uh, quite a funny uh, start to the season for us that yeah obviously you're um, obviously you're hoping um, to be able to get through to the to, to the next round of the cup but I'm sure you'll be looking to make a uh, you'll be looking to make a, a strong start um, to the league as well um, as we get into Christmas um, it's very early at the moment in the league to sort of make any predictions or anything like that but given the aspirations you mentioned at the beginning of this interview where would you like to see yourselves placed in and around Christmas um, I think from the off you know I've sort of set my intentions clear with the players I want to be sort of top four top six um, you know early doors and I think you look at Street last season with the points they finished on and still get runners up just goes to prove how, how sort of crucial and critical you've got to be and there's not a lot of room for forever really so I would say top four is what we're looking to be um, come Christmas yeah Excellent, Dan. Thank you very much for taking the time um, to speak to the podcast. Good luck this season, and hopefully we'll be speaking to you again before the end of the campaign. OK, thank you very much. Now, moving back into FA Cup action, it's um, Horn Dean. Uh, they were at home to my very own Melksham town. Yeah, unfortunately, Melksham, uh, a really late late, uh, late loss for them, a 2-1 defeat. Uh, they were in position to to claim the win uh, just after half time they went ahead through Mike Parrott uh, but they conceded twice in the final 10 minutes to the uh, Wessex Premier League outfit uh, who take their place in the next next round unfortunately Shepton Mallet they were at home to Tavistock yeah likewise for them uh, Shepton Mallet uh, another good crowd 88 were there but uh, a 4-1 home defeat 
uh, against Tavistock. So Sheffield Marlins have to run uh, comes to an end at the, at the first, uh, first first match for them. Now we we pretty much started this podcast by talking about what a bumper tie Bradford Town against Odd Down was. Um, Street entertained Hallen, and on last season's form, there was on, there, there was only ever going to be one winner from this. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for Street, uh, they had to settle for the one or draw, so they did go ahead uh, through Steve Murray. Uh, but Hallen managed to claw it back, so obviously Hallen will be looking for a better season than last time out, and they they'll get another crack at Street later this week in in their replay. Now, two sides that we ended up talking an awful lot about on last season's podcast were those promotion sides from the first division, Wellington and Hengrove. And maybe, maybe Hengrove Athletic felt that they had a little bit of unfinished mm. business in this tie. Yeah, of course, luck would have it that these two would uh, meet in the first round or the extra preliminary round uh, of the uh, FA Cup. And uh, Wellington had got off to a great start. Five minutes in, Ian Bellinger put them ahead. Uh, but it was Hengrove who ran out 3-1 winners in the end uh, with Luke Crew scoring a hat-trick for them. And finally, in our FA Cup run-through, Wells City, they entertain Cribs. Yeah, and it's Wells uh, who are through to the next round. Uh, a nice 2-1 win at home for them. Boss, we need some supplies for tomorrow. Oh, what's that? It's the helping hand from Toolstation. But it's a... Uh... A hand, yes. It's showing me around the Toolstation website. Nice. Yeah. I've selected paints, cables, sealant and plumbing fittings. I can check up to the minute stock. Hit this button. Thanks, hand. And it's ready to collect in 20 minutes. So get the van. Can't the hand? It can't reach the pedals. Fair enough. Click and collect. Another helping hand from Toolstation. Your best mate for the job. Now then, moving into the first division, um, Almondsbury were at home to Chippenham Park. Uh, yeah, and Chippenham Park, the the away victors, 1-0. Uh, a penalty midway through the first half from Aaron Legister, uh, continuing their excellent run, which obviously um, coincided with the change of the year. So obviously 2017 has been a great year for them, so they've started with a win. Uh, Ashton and Backwell took on um, Welton Rovers. Welton looking to get off to a better start than they uh, finished last season's campaign and the Green Army would be buoyed by this performance. Mm, a two-all draw and they struck late to, to gain that, to gain a point. And it was the only draw actually, in fact, in the league yesterday. Uh, Joe Batra could put them ahead uh, early, in the, early, in the, early in the first half uh, before Ashton hit back three goals from Sam Skidmore and Solomon Shearer. Uh, the second coming six minutes from time, so obviously they then looked like they were going to grab all three points. Uh, but Welton managed to fight back, uh, and Charlie Babb rescued things late on for, for for them, and it was a two-all draw. Now then, here's a name that we've never heard before. Mm. Uh, it's our new boys, it's Bristol Telephones, and their very first game in the Toolstation Western League First Division was at home to Bishop Sutton. And it started with a bang uh, at Stockwood Lane, that's where they play, and uh, after trailing at the break... Uh, they managed to win 4-1, Bristol Telephones. Uh, goals from Lee Pittman, Leon Britton, and then Danny Golding, who I'm reading up on, has done, done pretty well over the last few years. He got he grabbed the brakes for them, so uh, they've, they've laid down an early marker uh, in their first game this season. I'm delighted to be joined on the lump, Sean Collins, the manager of Bristol Telephones, the Western League's newest member club. Sean, thank you very much um, for, for taking the time to speak to us today. Um, the first question I'd like to ask you is, um, is what's the story behind your club's name? The, the name originates from, we are actually the social side of British Telecom, um, obviously BT, and... Um, that is who we played under different sections. Obviously, they have a rugby section, they have a cricket section, etc. So that that is where Bristol Telecom is. We are the Bristol section of uh, you know British Telecom. 
And you're just on the, the, the cusp of Greater Bristol, aren't you? Just outside of, of Canesham, there's a hotbed of Western League um, football in your area. So um, um, that part of our um, region has found a new has found a new club too. Absolutely. I mean, we're surrounded probably within a um, two-mile radius. Um, there's probably ten, ten sides that are playing them at level six and obviously level five. So there's certainly um, a good mixture around, yes. Well, we might have a little chat a bit later in the interview about competition for players, but um, you started um, your life in the uh, in the Western League on Saturday. You were against um, Bishop Sutton in the uh, in the first division, and uh, it was a good win. But was it as um, was it as convincing for you as the four-one scoreline would suggest? Um, second half probably uh, was you know we started off we didn't start off very well in, in credit that to Bishop Sutton who didn't allow us to get into our stride um, and, and also taken into the fact that it was our first ever game in the Western League there was a little bit of emotional uh, emotion playing there there was a big crowd of 115 which was a big crowd for us um, so probably more played the event rather than the game for the first sort of 45 minutes and, and paid the price really went in at half time 1-0 down um, and thankfully second half they, they got their act together and turned it around it turned out to be a very you know a, a massive day for the club and a very memorable one You've been obviously as you as you just mentioned this was that was your first game in the Western League where have Bristol Telephones been playing their football before now? Um, I think just four seasons ago they'd always been a, a Bristol and Suburban uh, side but both the first team and the reserves and um, that's where they've played their trade for, for a long long while um, banks in between the top two Premier divisions in the suburban um, and then we won the cycle uh, back in something over 10 then uh, three three years on the trot uh, to get us it finally get us a promotion into the Gloucester County um, where we were fairly successful we yo-yoed a bit in the middle two years and then Last year, thankfully, got our act together and managed to win the league by quite convincing nine points. And then, obviously, elevated ourselves into the status of where we, which was where our aim was, was to play, you know, level six and five um, through the Western League. And what about your association with the club? How long does that go back? Um, we've got a field of works up there. I, I played for them, for them for five years through the early nineties. Uh, and then left and then came back just I think 2005 I think so I've been back with them sort of 12 13 years um, on the whole we've got you know we've got the uh, vice chairman's been up there at the same sort of time the president's been up there in, in, in way into his mid 30s yeah, 30 years I mean like he's a lot more than 30 <laughs> um, so we've got some good we've got some good lads up there that have you know stuck by the club and been very loyal to the club which I think especially in this day and age is um, one you need them and two it's quite unusual these days so yes it's uh, it's been a long a long a long time um, married to the club well, it's great to see that loyalty reflected now in you playing in this historic first season in the Tool Station Western League. But what about the playing staff? How many of the players from last season's championship winning side have been able to join you in the Western League? Um, well, thankfully, we've kept them all. So, I mean, that, that was good. I mean, we wanted to, you know, be fair to the players that got to you in the first place. Um, that's not always easy, but um, they have all stayed. And we've managed to add some some new players from different clubs a couple from the, uh, the higher division at level 5 and um, 
and some and some from some locals. So um, we've added probably five or six new players to the to what we already had, which you know, causes you a headache in some ways. But obviously, hopefully, gives a greater balance throughout the season. Saturday, you were at home to Bishop Sutton. This coming Wednesday, you're in action against another Bristol side, uh, Roman Glass and George. How do you see that one going? Well, yeah, it'd be excellent for us to get for you know another good result on the on the back of Saturdays. But um, I can see it being a totally different test. Um, it's a new team that we haven't played before, as as was Bishop Sutton. So um, they're not going to want to come to us and be upset by the by the new boys in any way, shape or form. So I'm expecting a, a very strong test. And then on Saturday, you make your, um, what I'm assuming is your first trip into Wiltshire. You travel to Carn Town. Yes, very, very excited about that as well. That's uh, it's a new adventure for us because obviously it, it, playing in the Gloucester County, everything went up sort of, um, you know, Evesham, Worcester Way and at the back end of Cheltenham. So we, we haven't travelled down this way before, but um, certainly looking forward to going to, uh, you know, different grounds and uh, it just adds to the excitement and especially looking forward to going to, to Con for the first time. So, yes, definitely. Excellent, Sean. Thank you very much for your time today. I've only got one other question for you and that is, this is your inaugural season, as we've mentioned a couple of times now. What are your expectations? What are your targets for where you want to finish in the first division this season? Well, realistically, I'd, I'd like to, to, you know, I'm going to target the top five which is going to be, you know, it's going to be a hard ask, but anything in and around the five, you know, would, I'd be happy with, um, because we're going to the un- into the unknown every week now, so it's not as though we can do our homework on any, you know, any of the sides like we were used to. So, yes, I, you know, top half the table, top five would be terrific, but, um, you know, obviously the main thing is, is for us to stay in the league and, and be sensible along those sort of lines, really. Sean, thank you very much for your time. Good luck for the season, and hopefully thank we'll you. catch up with you um, before um, um, before too long. Now, Chard started their campaign at home to Warminster Town. Yeah, and uh, Warminster, another another away winner, uh, claimed a two 0 win um, with goals from Charlie Walton and Jack Millock, both coming after the break. Now, um, there was an absolute monster crowd in the first division when Corsham mm. Town took on Carn Town. Um, a Wiltshire derby, nonetheless, and it would have been the it would have been the away side fans who've gone away with early bragging rights. Yeah, the South Bank ground, 185 people there, uh, but unfortunately the, the home fans were left disappointed. Uh, with Calm Calm grabbing the win, thanks to goals from Kieran Gleed and Jake Brand. Malmesbury Victoria, they were at home to Portishead Town. Yeah, and Portishead coming from behind to, to claim a two-one win away at Malmesbury. Uh, Shane Bumphrey put, put the home side ahead. Uh, and they were winning, winning at half-time, uh, but Town managed to fight back with goals from Dan Elson and Ollie Hatfield, giving them three points to start their season off perfectly for them. Now then, Radstock Town, the Miners, they were at mm. home to Wincanton Town, and I think we can safely say, Tom, that Wincanton were not at the races. <laughs> we started early with that joke. We have to. Uh, so, yeah, it was a 4-1 win for Radstock. Uh, they joined top after the, the opening round. Uh, Goals from Jack Whitcomb, Simon Millard, Tom Pawley and Jack Pittiscombe for them. And uh, Roman Glass St George, they were at home to Bishop's Lydiard. Yeah, and Bishop's Lydiard, brilliant start for them as well. 3-1 uh, win away from home, uh, three different goal scorers. Uh, Zach Ryder had given them uh, a brilliant start after just 18 minutes firing home near the game's opener. Uh, but Roman Glass did hit back, uh, equalising not soon after. But it didn't didn't really deter Bishop Lydiard and they scored twice again just before the break uh, through Jake Quick, uh, who then turned provider for Luke Redford to slot home their third. Uh, and they get off to the winning start. 
And finally, uh, Westbury United, they were at home to Oldland Abertonians. Yeah, a good win for Westbury, 2-0. Um, starting with three points, just as every, every team wishes. Uh, and it was Dan Kovacs and Jordan Pinder scoring for them. Right then, well, Dan Kovacs, of course, um, formerly of Melksham. And um, if you look at the up-and-coming fixtures, um, then it's, um, it's Melksham that kick us off with a bit of Monday night football. Yeah, they get the uh, the joy of opening opening the Premier Division uh, this season. They take on Cadbury Heath on Monday evening at uh, the, the, the new ground, obviously. So exciting times there. And very much depending on when you're listening to the podcast and when I finish making it will be will mm. depend on whether or not I need to add something in about that result. Um, anyway, um, Tuesday, uh, the 8th of August, and we start with um, those FA Cup replays, don't we? Yeah, a couple of replays, uh, both 7.30 kickoffs. Uh, we've got Bitten versus Clevedon Town uh, and Hallam versus Street, so that has actually altered some of the league fixtures. So now we just have four in the Premier Division on Tuesday evening. Uh, we've got Brislington versus Bradford Town, Buckland versus Wellington, uh, Longwell Green versus Chipping Sobbury, Odd Down versus Wales, and then a couple in the first division as well on Tuesday evening. Uh, the Chiffin Park's obviously won on the weekend. They take on Devizes Town, and Welton Rovers take on Almondsbury. And again, more FA Cup action on Wednesday. Yeah, Bridport's uh, replay home to AFC Snorstall. 7.45 kick-off for them at St Mary's Field on Wednesday. Uh, we've got Willand versus Bridgewater uh, in the Premier Division, so Bridgewater's first first league game this season. And then down in the First Division, five matches on Wednesday evening. We've got Bishop's Lydia against Radstock Town, two winners from the weekend, obviously. Bristol Telephone, they take on Roman Glass and George. Chardtown versus Wincanton. Oldland Abertonians versus Caution. And finally, Westbury, uh, they take on Malmesbury. And then that takes us up to Saturday, the 12th of August, where we have a full programme in both the uh, the Premier and the First Divisions. Do you want to kick us off with the Premier fixtures, Tom? Sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I a full set of fixtures, which is very exciting. We've got uh, Bradford versus Wellington, Bridgewater versus Brislington. Cadbury Heath versus Bridport. Uh, Buckland travel to the Ridings to take on Chipping Sobbury. Uh, we've got Clevedon Town versus Bitten. Halland versus Melksham. Cribs will take on Shepton Mallet. Street versus Longwell Green. Uh, Wells versus Tangrove. And finally, Willand, they host Odd Down. And in the first division? We have Bishop Sutton versus Welton. Bishop's Lydiard versus Canesham. Bristol Telephone's first, uh, first away game. They travel to take on Calm. Uh, we've got Chippenham Park versus Ashton and Backwell United, Devizes Town versus Sherborne Town, Oldland versus Cheddar, Porter's Head, they host Chard, Courtsham Town travel to take on Roman Glass and George, London Victoria travel to take on Warminster, uh, Meadow Lane we have Westbury versus Radstock, and then finally Wincanton host Almsbury. Excellent, Tom. Thanks very much indeed for your uh, for your time. The fixture gods have been busy, haven't they? Um, we've uh, no sooner has the season started, but we have an absolutely action-packed week ahead of us. Obviously, this is um, we're front-loading the fixtures to avoid any potential carnage caused by Christmas. In that bumper list of uh, fixtures, were there any standout ties? Were there any games that, uh, even at this early stage in the season, particularly caught your eye? Um, at the moment, I'm just looking, looking, uh, and trying to get a gauge of how the new boys are getting on. So obviously, Bridgewater in the Premier Division, they got a couple of games this week. Uh, next Saturday, hosting Brislington will be interesting. And then down in the, the first division, obviously, Bristol Telephones have made a fantastic start. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do on their travels at, at Calm. Absolutely. Now, the, uh, the the one fixture that stood out um, for for uh, in my mind was not just the uh, the replay between Bitten and Clevedon in the, the FA Cup, but probably more importantly, um, the um, the first league 
uh, encounter between these two sides, which is happening again at Clevedon Town uh, on Saturday. On that occasion, the, um, the obviously uh, on Saturday when these two sides met in the FA Cup, it was a draw. Bitten are a side with um, aspirations to um, uh, uh, to challenge um, the top of the of the Premier Division. Clevedon Town, I've got a sneaking suspicion that um, they've they may well have gone under the radar a little bit. They've made some good solid signings and obviously a very well-established club coming down from the Southern League themselves and um, I had the pleasure of seeing some of their younger players at the end of last season in the Roger Stone Memorial final so they take youth development very seriously I think that they could be dark horses so early stages this could be an interesting uh, an interesting tussle um, between um, between those two sides anyway those are my thoughts we'll be back next week but um, if you want to read more about how our sides have got on in the Western League the Tool Station Western League this weekend Tom you've uh, you've authored the bulletin and are you back in the uh, non-league paper yeah indeed I mean there was um, specific FA Cup uh, match reports yesterday in the paper and then I also did a, a quick 150 words on the uh, first division so obviously they get a get a little shout out at the start of the season so uh, for first division teams uh, yeah maybe check that out this week Excellent. And the bulletin is on the website, isn't it? Indeed, yeah. Covering everything. So, um, yeah. Yep. Go and visit toolstation.com. Excellent. Tom, thank you very much for your time. Have a great week, and I look forward to catching up with you um, this time next week.